Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And we are still in our series on the Psalms. We are, yeah. And today we're going to be talking about Psalm 1, which I think we kind of introduced a little bit last week. We did, yep. But let's just, we had a nice Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. We had a wonderful Father's Day. Yeah, it was a great Father's Day. Uh, you know, the, the kids were, uh, the kids blessed us, blessed me with little gifts and stuff. And uh, we got a, a nice little fire pit, a yes. smokeless, smokeless fire pit that we properly pit. tried out last night. And sure enough, it was smokeless. I yes. don't know how in the world they managed that. But. To replace our very smoky one. Yes. yes. So we've gone from like, you know, causing, uh, what's the word? Anxiety <laughs> in the neighborhood. To, no, uh, that's not true. So it's been great. No, it's, it yeah. was wonderful. It was a wonderful, wonderful day. Yeah, we had all so, six kids around the table, which is incredibly unusual this yeah, summer. It I is. mean, even though they're all home. No one is ever home. Yeah, well, they're all physically present at our address, but not all at the same time. <laughs> Never, you know. And so it was really, it was a really blessing to yeah. have them. Yeah. Um, and you know, we grilled steaks, and it was just, it was a great night. Yes. It was a great, great night. So I feel loved and blessed. Oh well, good. And yes. then you did a new thing this year. You gave each child a personal and private. That was the yeah. new part of it. A private blessing. Yeah, yeah. And so I remember, and I, I can't remember where this was. Uh, but but years and years ago, I remember reading about uh, a day in, in French Canada called John Baptist Day. Jean Baptiste, hmm. John Baptist Day, who's the patron saint of uh, French Canada, hmm. and how on this uh, on this John Bap- John the Baptist Day, how the fathers would bless their children, and hmm. the author was talking about how important that was for her now that her father was gone and she remembered this and so on and oh. so forth. And it's just one of those things that kind of stuck with me. And so years ago. I started doing this on Father's Day. Right. Um, I, you know, I would go around the table and I would, I would bless each child and tell them why I love them and why I'm proud of them and, you know, ask for blessing upon them. Uh, and it was great for me, but I think it was really awkward for them to be, you know, because they, they feel like the, the light shining on yes, them and, and stuff. Yes, and some of them don't right. like the light shining yeah. on them. And so this year we tried something different. Mm-hmm. And so this year, you know, I kind of took each child uh, aside <laughs> one by one. Uh, and I, I began by telling them, you know, here's here's what I'm really proud of you this last year. You mm-hmm. know? And so and I... I uh, and so each child, I said, here's what I've, I've really noticed for you, and here's why I love you, and here's why I'm really, really proud of you for what you've done okay. this last year. And then I pray for a particular blessing upon uh, the upcoming year for that child. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah, it's really I can, powerful. <clears throat> I know exactly which ones absolutely soaked it all up, and I know exactly mm. which ones were like, oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, as, as they would say, it was cringy, right? That's, <laughs> Some of them. That's their word. However, <laughs> what they won't tell you is that they all they, they oh, all loved it. Oh, I didn't know it. they loved it. Yes, Even they though they have to come smiling. out and say, oh, you know, Dad, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they don't no, say they, that. But, you know, it's uh, you can tell. Okay. When you're looking in people's yes, eyes, I you agree. can tell when they're touched. I agree. Well, speaking of blessings, Mm -hmm. Psalm 1 is a psalm about how to be blessed. That was a great segue. Thank you. So let's have, I read it last time. Let's have you read it. I could do it from memory after this week, but I'd like you to read it. You don't need me to. No, no. I think you should read it. All right. So this is from the ESV. Mm -hmm. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law he meditates both day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season. Its leaf does not wither. And all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but they are like chaff that the wind drives away. And therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. 
For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Yes. Yes. It's a great psalm. It's a great psalm. It's sort of the entry point of to all the psalms. Mm-hmm. Um, it describes the two different paths that we have in life. Yeah. I kind of started the class last week with um, a quote from our beloved Dartmouth grad, Robert Frost. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he was a Dartmouth grad. Actually, you know, he's not. Actually, he's not a Dartmouth grad, but he went to Dartmouth and didn't finish. He literally, like, left. He had one semester left or something. But Dartmouth claims him anyways. And, you know, he lived in Vermont, so he was very close all the time. But anyways, his famous poem is what the road... Two roads Not diverged in a wood, taken. and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Thank you. And that has made all the difference. Mm-hmm. You know that by heart. And so that's what this psalm is about. It is about the road that we choose, yeah, and that it will make all the difference. So let's look at it. Yeah, and, and the, that's kind of a common theme throughout Scripture. It's mm-hmm. one that Jesus Absolutely. picks up himself. And so Matthew 25, he talks about the separation of the sheep from the goats, the left hand from the right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that there's a path on either way, you know, a path up or down, left or right, this way or that. But there's there's a division, uh, and it's a division that people choose. You know, yes. we, we either choose to follow the straight and narrow, or we choose to follow the broad way that leads to destruction. Right. But there's this common theme throughout Scripture that uh, what you do day in and day out really determines where you go. Yeah, and that's uh, the Frost poem, you know, says, I took the one less traveled by, right? Mm-hmm. And that has made all the difference. And in the Scripture, too, exactly, Jesus describes the other path, the bad path, right. As the one that most people take. Yeah. So the way is the one, broad that leads yes, to destruction. Right. right. And so the one we're advocating here, the blessed path, few and far between are going to choose it. Yeah. 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 And of course, um, and it's so that I, I love the way it's a wonderful psalm, one of the first I ever memorized. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a wonderful psalm because when you uh, when you look at the description of these two paths, mm-hmm. uh, and so it begins with an in- introduction. Um, well, let's take a look at verse 3, for example, right? So this is the blessed path, right? Right. His delight is in the law of the Lord. On his law he meditates both day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season. Its leaf doesn't wither, <clears throat> and all that he does he prospers. A tree, streams, leaf, wither, mm-hmm. but five things, right? Mm-hmm. And they compare that to what they say about the wicked. Oh, yeah. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind drives away. That's it. So it's just a short little description. Mm-hmm. And that's also very typical of the Bible is that there's this long description of uh, of blessedness. You know, the, the center of gravity is on the good that God wants to give us. Behold, I saw the holy city of mm-hmm. the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven like a bride adorned for her husband. And then for a whole chapter, it goes on to describe gates of pearl, streets made of gold, and so on and so forth. Right. Uh, but the other place is just described as, and they were cast into the lake of fire. And just single verse or two. You right. Know? It's almost like the Lord doesn't even want us... Just spend any time on it. Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's great. I remember, um, actually, when we lived in Fargo, Mm -hmm. um, you were interviewing for the job in Ohio, and I remember you had to lead a devotion on this yeah. because I remember I was trying to keep the kids quiet. It was like, it was kind of a Zoom thing before Zoom. It was probably one of the first Zoom things, yeah. Was was it um, visual? Yeah, was it video yeah, based? because you know they had uh, on that yeah. call committee they had a guy who worked for Microsoft, so he was really like in yeah, because this was right? I mean two thousand what seven, seven or eight yeah. yeah, and so you were and I remember you were talking about this first verse, um, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, mm-hmm. nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, and you were making the point that it's like you know, he, this person keeps getting closer and closer to sin, right? It's like a downward yeah. motion. Yeah, there's a kind of a downward trajectory. Yeah. So you start out by walking, so there's some movement there. Okay, you're walking in the way of the mm-hmm. wicked, right? But then you In the council, yeah. so you're not even I'm close sorry. yet. Right. You're in the, the council, you're just starting to kind right. of think about their advice, yeah. So you're, right, you're thinking about yep. it. 
And then you kind of slow down. Now you're standing mm-hmm. in the way of sinners. So, okay, hey, yeah. now, you know, you're spending time with them, you know, sitting around, shooting the breeze. That kind mm-hmm. of thing. And now you've, now you're really sedentary. Now you're seated in the seat of scoffers. And mm-hmm. of course, scoffers aren't simply the wicked and they're not no. the sinners. Those are scoffers, are the people who make fun or mock uh, the entire idea of God right. and right from wrong and righteousness. And so there's this this downward trajectory, this slowing down of motion where a person becomes more and more set in their uh, animosity toward God. Right. And and that kind of sucks them in. Then yeah. this kind of thing yeah. sucks us in, right? And the closer we get to this kind of behavior, the easier it is that we get sucked in, right? Yeah. yeah. And so that's why verse 2 right away says, but his delight, the, the blessed man's delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates on it day and night. Yeah. In other words, it has to be with him all the time all to the keep time, him yeah. from getting like sucked into this path. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, uh, that, that little verse there, 2B, uh, on, on his law, he meditates both day and night. You know, that's something I've, I've really been thinking of the last couple of weeks because my Lenten devotion was to add evening prayer to my morning prayer. Okay. And it was a great blessing. But, you know, as soon as Lent was over, then I kind of dropped the evening prayer. And so I, what I'm trying to do is bring that, that evening prayer back in because what I found is that when I meditate on God's law first thing in the morning okay. and then right before I go to bed, like the whole day goes better. Yes. You know, I sleep better. I wake up the next day feeling better. I just, everything goes better. And when I do just one of those, yep. it's like, you know, things are good, but yep. it's not as good. Right. And so I'm trying to bring back that, uh, bring back that evening prayer day as part night. of my daily right. devotion. Because it's there's something about meditating day and night. It just it's it's good bookends to your day. Mm-hmm. And Joshua talks about it too. And you know, do not let this book of the law depart from your lips, but meditate on it yeah. both day and night, yeah. same place. Now we're talking about meditation in class because the way I'm doing the women's study on Wednesday is um, throughout the week. The first day we're studying the psalm. The second day we're um, praying the psalm. The third day, we're meditating oh, on the wow. psalm. And the fourth day, we're trying to memorize for the rest of the week. We're memorizing oh, the memorizing. psalm. Memorizing. Yes. Good for so, you. And somebody came up to me in, at church yesterday and said, was so excited and started showing me that she had it. Good. She had it almost memorized. And so that was really exciting to me that people are doing taking on the challenge. But this idea of meditation, I think, I told the class, I said, I don't want you to get all, you know, huffy because you know meditation sometimes some people think of it as sort of an eastern thing Mm -hmm. and so in class we talked about how the eastern idea of meditation is really to try to empty your mind which is impossible but to try to empty your mind and what god is talking about here in the word is really to fill your mind with with his word you know so when we meditated on it this week i asked them to choose at the at first a kind of a passage or a couple lines kind of do some breathing exercises with them mm-hmm. and then choose like a word and meditate on it. So what is your yeah. feeling about meditation and what's the difference there? Yeah, well, I'd say verse three is a wonderful description of, of meditation that, you know, it's uh, it's like a tree mm-hmm. planted by streams of water uh, that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither and all that he does, he prospers. I would, if it were me, I would just meditate on that one verse right mm-hmm. there. And, you know, picture... Picture it, yes. You know, the, the, the Bible, remember the, uh, the, the Bible is... is uh, it's meant to be heard before it's read because historically most people couldn't read anyway, yeah. right? Uh, and so when you when you hear yourself, you, you, I would say picture that. Picture a tree planted by streams of water mm-hmm. with roots that go down deep and leaves that are always um, always in bloom, uh, mm-hmm. always green. Not even withering. when mm-hmm. Even when the, the countryside around it is brown, there's this tree that's mm-hmm. out there on the horizon. It stands out by itself. And, and the picture of fruit on the tree and, and how the animals and the birds of the air come and they're nourished okay. by this. And so that, that would be meditation. Is okay. You're just taking what God says and you're, you're really thinking about it. 
uh, you're picturing it and yep. it helps it come alive. Yeah. You spend time with it. Right. And in turn, that will also help you with your memorization oh, if absolutely. you do that kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah, you should probably talk about that for a minute since we're going to be doing that this summer, working on memorizing. Sure. Um, sure. You know, I, I said to the class, not I mean, you have a very good memory. So not everyone, you know, you memorize a huge portion every for every single Sunday. Yeah. Um, so what are some tips? Not everyone has that kind of memory, but um, what are some tips? Yeah, yeah. So some great things are the, <clears throat> I, I suppose the, the, the biggest thing is don't think of it as memorizing just one thing after another. Okay. Um, so, for example, in this, it's, it's six verses, right? Mm-hmm. Don't think of it so much as memorizing six sequential verses, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. But I'd, I'd say go from go from uh, movement to movement or go from scene to scene. Okay. And so, for example, you know, blessed is the man who walks, stands, okay. sits, but delight, right? So th- that's the first oh, thing that's okay. going on there, right? That's one movement, right? So, and you're using your fingers a lot, and you do that exactly. when you're speaking up front. Yeah, you can, it people helps can't it. see you today, but so you, you're doing your walks, stands, sits, mm-hmm. delight, and those get, get those words in right. so you see where it's moving. Exactly. So okay. that, that's kind of one movement, okay. right? Okay. And then the second would be verses three and four. Okay. But what is he like? Well, he's like a tree, right? And then all the things there compared okay. to the chaff. Okay. Right? So that's the kind of the second scene. Oh, I like that. And mm-hmm. then the third scene is verses five and six. It's about the judgment. The wicked mm-hmm. will not stand, nor sinners in the congregation. For the Lord knows this, but doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's very easy when you think about mm-hmm. it. Break it down. And I'd also key people into verse 5 is, is a great example of this parallelism. Uh, we find it throughout the Psalms, mm-hmm. where the Psalms will say something and then say it again in a slightly different way. Right. So the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Same idea, but just kind of said in slightly just different a little ways bit different. for emphasis. And so really, that's one unit, right? It's yep. not four separate lines. It's really okay. one th- one thought. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another thing is to say it out loud. Uh, again, yes. remember that the Bible was meant to be heard before mm-hmm. it was read. Um, and that when you when you uh, say it out loud, you do a couple things. First of all, you activate your own voice. So you're using a, sec- uh, a, a part of your body rather than just your eyes. Okay. You activate your voice. And then you hear it with your ears. And as you read it aloud, you can hear the rhythm of the language. Um, and but which you might not catch if you're just reading it with your eyes, but sure. you hear the rhythm of the language. Good point. So, for example, uh, who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's it's a very rhythm. Rhythmic, right? Mm-hmm. And that rhythm really helps kind of drive it ahead. Okay, those are good. Oh, thanks. Very good. Yeah. Okay, and then um, another thing that we so I said then we're also praying it, and I gave them some ways uh, to do that. But I thought if I can put you on the spot, maybe, sure. could you just take, when we pray a psalm back to the Lord or pray any scripture back to the Lord, um, could you just take a, one of these and show them how to do that? Like sure. take any part of it and, and just turn it into your own personal prayer. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know? sure. So taking it and just turn it as if, yeah. as if I were praying to the Lord and not to the podcast. Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> yes, yes. But I mean, okay. like, you know, yeah, personalize, show them how you would pray a scripture back to God. Yeah, and so I'd, what I would do is, um, so for example, verse three, I'd say, Lord God Almighty, I thank you for this chance that you've given me, Father, to meditate upon your word. Mm -hmm. And Lord, I pray, God, plant me deep in your word, because sometimes I feel like I don't bear fruit, and I get very, very impatient when I see all that is to be done, and I'm not doing it. Lord God, give me patience. Give me patience. Give me trust. Give me faith, Lord, to know that you are at work in and through my life, that you're putting down roots deep into your word, and that in time, God, there will bear fruit and that my life will, will have an impact on people. Lord Jesus, give me the, the confidence, the faith to trust that you are working into, in me today as I turn to you. In Jesus' name, 
Very good. Okay. Yeah, because I want to have them to have different examples. Sure. And you and I often do things very differently. Mm-hmm. And so I know they hear from me all the time. So that is good. Thank you. Yeah. That's one way to do it. Um, and like the Psalms are obviously meant for this purpose. I mean, the Psalms are prayers. But you can do that with any scripture, right? I mean, you could take yeah, any well, scripture absolutely. and just claim the promise for yourself. Or if it's something about convicting you of sin, you right. know, particular sin, you can just kind of bring that back up to the yeah. Lord and, and kind of make these words your own. Yeah, like, Lord, boy, I was, you know, I was walking to the council of the wicked last night. Right, or yeah, something like that, yeah, something you know? like that, right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So, yeah, let's just continue. Have We've touched on, yeah, the tree being planted mm-hmm. and that, that in season is always real important because like you said, sometimes you get impatient. Oh, gosh, yeah. And yeah. the Bible says that the, the fruit will yield its fruit in its season. And that it's kind of jumped out at me this mm-hmm. time in the ESV because I don't, I'm not sure what it is in the NIV, but it I know it jumped out at me, so it might be different um, in, yeah. that, in its season. Like, in other words, my season isn't the same as your season. Right. Oh, that's a good point. And I think we hmm. often compare ourselves to other people or whatever. And, yeah. you know, that's it, a great God point. is very personal. Yeah, I love that. Another thing I love about verses 3 and 4 is, again, when, when, when you let your mind think about it or picture it, you have this picture of a tree planted by streams of water that is deeply rooted and no matter what happens, you know, the, there, there can be a drought, there can be terrible weather, but because it's by the stream, it's planted there, mm-hmm. it's always going to flourish day yep. and night, no matter what. So it's this image of, of permanence, this image of uh, strength, of stability. Right. And you contrast that to the chaff, which are just blown away by the wind. Yeah. And so again, the wicked are just, yeah. they vanish. They, they vanish. Really, there's no stability. There's no permanence. They just get blown away by every puff of wind. Yeah. And, um, you know, often this idea of prospering comes up, you know, what does that mean that Mm -hmm. in all that he does, he prospers, you know, I think basically it means that God is with him in all that he does. Um, not every, not every single thing we do, we, we would define as prospering, but maybe in God's eyes, it was a, you know, it was a win, even though we see it as a loss. We really don't know. No, we don't. We don't. And of course, I I would say that there are things that we don't prosper in. Yeah. Uh, but that's because there's on there's 150 psalms, and so this one psalm mm-hmm. has to be read in the light of the other 149. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know you'll come across plenty of other psalms which talk about Lord, why do the wicked prosper? Yeah, right? amen. Uh, and so mm-hmm. you have to kind of read all of these psalms right. in harmony with one another. Right. That yes, you know, in the normal course of things, if you live well, if you live a good right, if you play by the rules, mm-hmm. you will prosper. Right. But that's not always the case. Uh, yeah, so. that's right. Yeah, and then this, like you said, the wicked get very little attention here, um, mm-hmm. and it's about the judgment. Uh, I know this echoes kind of Proverbs fourteen twelve says there is a way that seems right to man, but its end is death. In the end, it wings to death. Yes, yes. that's a great song. Yeah, it's and we should also song. we always have to bring in Jesus. So we mm-hmm. should also mention, like you you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, that Jesus. I mean, I'm, yes, that Jesus as well gives us um two ways in many many different yeah, you, you many brought up ways. what did you bring up i brought up matthew 25 which yeah. is the separation of the sheep from the goat, right. the right and hand from the left that's right and i'm looking at matthew 7 where he's talking about like where you build your house right yeah so he says therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock the rain fell the rivers rose and the winds blew and pounded that house yet it didn't collapse because its foundation was on the rock but everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't act on them will be like the foolish man mm-hmm. who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, the rivers rose, the winds blew and pounded that house, and it collapsed. It collapsed with a great crash. Ooh, I like that. I like that. 
Well, I'm really excited to think that you're you're spending so much time with your women on on the Psalms. Yeah, well, They're six just, weeks, but yeah, fantastic. I mean, yeah. the Psalms are what a rich resource. Yeah, I, I absolutely love them. They've been a great, great blessing to me. Mm-hmm. Great blessing to me. Yes. Well, there are many paths set before you today. Choose the blessed one. Choose the right one. Choose the right one. We'll talk to you next week.